Welcome to Three from the Seven, Relix's weekly news podcast chronicling three of your biggest news stories from the last seven days. My name is Raf Kenny Sincata. I'm the associate editor at the one and only Relics Magazine, and I'm joined by the reason you are probably listening to this podcast at all. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. Karina Reichman! Get out of here, Rob. Get out of here. The reason they come to listen to you wax poetic, man. You're just like the poet of all poets, you know? And I'm over here talking a fool, acting a fool. That's that's uh it's just nonsense. It's just nonsense. But hi. But hi. hi. Hello. How uh, are you? I'm glad to be speaking with you. Uh, Karina is on the East Coast. You're in New York City, right, Karina? Are you in your Manhattan I am. abode? I'm in my Manhattan abode as we speak. I am. I'm just, I'm out here. I'm at my desk. I've got my recording equipment. I've got uh, a mic in my hand, a mason jar full of water. I am, uh, for those who don't know, perhaps the most well-hydrated bitch on the planet. <laughs> and uh, I want to continue to be that way. So it's uh, it's great. It's That's great. It's wonderful. I saw you had a, a special guest stop by your Brooklyn apartment. I mean, your Manhattan apartment, excuse me. Uh, this weekend, and he was playing a certain keyboard in a certain uh, studio. That's absolutely correct. Yeah, Marco and his uh, family came and stayed with us last night. They pulled the kids out of school to take them to go see Harry Styles at the Garden. And, uh, you know, it was the best time ever. We had a total party. His youngest daughter just turned 12. We had a beautiful birthday cake. I cooked dinner for everyone. And oh, man. It was, uh, What'd you cook? I made, uh, they're sort of off meat, these guys. They're not like staunchly off meat, but they're like, you know, uh, they try to err on the side of vegetables and fish, which is totally up my alley. It's all great. So I made tuna steaks and then I made a, uh, like a stir fried, like shiitake mushrooms, you know, various peppers and garlic and ginger and onions and all that good stuff, all your aromatics in there. And I made pickled cucumber salad. And uh, sushi rice. Oh and, my God. you know, just threw out all the sauces on the table. We had ponzu represented. We had <laughs> soy. Soy was represented. Teriyaki, you name it. And we just had ourselves a good old time. And I, I got a cake from City Cakes, uh, 18th Street between 6th and 7th. Very, uh, I couldn't recommend them more. And uh, that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. We had ourselves a time. And uh, it was fantastic. So, did you go to the concert? Excellent. Or no, no. I, <laughs> no. Basically, they went to the concert and I went to rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> and I got uh, the pleasure and privilege to play with my dear bandmates, Adam November and Chris Corsico. Are there namesakes and uh it was the best time ever and then i came home and we celebrated even more so it was all you know raf these things in life you know you 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 don't even you can't even believe that we're able to do all these sorts of things now and that you know they're i don't know i'm overwhelmed with gratitude for the beautiful humans in my life you included you at the top of the list really you're at the top of the list oh that's unbelievable Oh, I it's genuine. It's really genuine because like it's you know, I don't know. You take none of this for granted. Just the uh, the ability to, you know, talk to and be with your favorite people eh, all in the span of one day. You know, it's unbelievable. It's really it's a true blessing. So not to get too emo at the top of the pod, but it's all been <laughs> great. Uh, I played in uh, Johnstown, Pennsylvania. Yes, that is uh I learned about an hour and 45 minutes with no traffic and two and a half hours with traffic uh, <laughs> away from Pittsburgh and um, played something called the Flood City Music Festival with Marco on Saturday night, 
we performed after the the great Bruce Hornsby. It was uh, it was a time. It was fantastic. Did and then you... on Sunday, I saw Mr. Trey Anastasio. What's that? Oh. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was going to say, did you and did you rub elbows with Hornsby at all? I, uh, you know, stood on the side of the stage for about uh, forty five seconds to take a terrible Instagram video. But other than that, no, I didn't. The elbows were not rubbed. He was, uh, you know, a gentleman in his 70s and was, um, you know, behaving accordingly in terms of like, you know, definitely not out there licking the subway poles. I mean, <laughs> there there are no subway poles in Johnstown, PA, but that's my only frame of reference for doing disgusting shit. So anyway, yeah, no, it was great. It was great. He, uh, he did his thing. We did ours. It was wonderful. And... Uh, yeah, it was a super fun time, I got to say, actually. It was really fun. And I did actually, for the first time, you know, like, I associate it with Chuck Berry for some reason, but, you know, the the move where you lie down on the floor with your instrument, with mm-hmm. your guitar, your bass, um, and you kick your legs around in a circle. Oh, yeah. You know, and whatever. So I did that for the first time on Saturday, and, of course, we were playing just on concrete. And, of course, I was playing in head-to-toe white, so long story short, like next time, I really hope I'm like, you know, on some of those like Persian rugs that jam bands like to play on, you know, instead of <laughs> concrete. Um, but it was a great success and uh, I had a blast. Sometimes, Raph, you know, like once in a while, like, you know, the power compels you and you literally just like you get after it like you're some kind of primal ape, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm coming in so hot today. I feel like a primal. I, I, I'm... I just was like, I am doing it. Let's go. And yeah, we were all on the ground. It was great. It was really, really wonderful. And then, yeah, I flew home uh, on Sunday and made it to Radio City Music Hall to see the final show on the Trey Anastasio band, uh, you know, kind of rough tour in terms of, you know, losing band members and uh, replacing them with uh, the likes of John Fishman and all of these things. And it was uh, it was a beautiful night of music and to be capped off with um, Mr. James Casey, who was very unfortunately diagnosed with uh, colon cancer, I believe, at the mm-hmm. beginning of, you know, before the tour even started. And he came out and wailed, singing mm-hmm. and blowing. And my God, he sounded so good. Not a dry eye in the house. Yeah. He started visibly crying. It was extremely emotional and just like, you know you it was an emotional end to the show what can you say it was really really intense on many levels and really beautiful on every level so bless the whole Trey Anastasio touring organization it is not easy to keep these uh wheels on the bus if you know what I'm saying and they made absolute lemonade and it was beautiful and a wonderful thing to be able to behold Raph really it was amazing no, yeah, so fantastic. I, I, was, I did not uh, put tab tour on our, our stories of the week, but I'm glad it had a happy ending, certainly, because it is a, a little bit of a bummer of a story. Um, you know, it, it's, a, it's a bummer of a story with a happy ending, as you mentioned. So I'm glad that we kind of touched on it of, you know, before the tour even started, James, you know, revealed a cancer diagnosis. Then Jen Hartswick has COVID. Then Russ Lawton has COVID. But then John Fishman jumps in on drums. And it, it, it came full circle, though, the fact that James comes out. And I did, a, I did see a clip of him singing Rise Come Together. And it sounded very emotional. I mean, it, it's, it was. It really yeah. was. And James has a great um, voice. He should sing more. His voice is unbelievable. Like, the whole, it was so powerful. We were just like, oh, oh, 
oh my God, like, whoa, you know, just insanely just blown away by the whole thing. And um, Trey revealed on stage just in in banter, you know, that because I feel like Jen sort of almost like took the fall almost in terms of being like, you know, the COVID diagnosis and therefore the rest of the horn section was was put away with as well, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and that's sort of how it was presented. But Trey mentioned on stage that Jen tested positive. Then the following day or two days later, whatever it was, uh, Chemi tested positive and oh. then Natalie or maybe not in that order. But yeah, he basically from the stage on the last night of tour, you know, kind of cleared that, that up. Yeah, um, I, I did kind of uh, feel like I was like, I felt bad for Natalie. I had no idea that, you know, she ended up testing positive, but I was just like, man, like, you know, James is out of commission, then Jen's out of commission. And I was under the impression Natalie was fine. So I was like, man, like Natalie can't play her trombone now just because, uh, you know, the rest of the yeah. section is is down for the count. But I guess, yeah, it this COVID man, it tends to spread. That's what I've heard. It tends to spread. It's a thing. It's a thing. But they truly made lemonade out of the whole situation. And, uh, you know, I'm always, you know, to be in the same room as Trey, uh, you know, not to be that guy, but I, it's always just, you know, a blessing in every way. So it was a beautiful, beautiful thing. Great night of music. And all was fantastic. Awesome. And last week, Raph, since I've seen you, I saw um, the Tedeschi Trucks band featuring uh, Nels Klein and Beautiful. with a Chris Robinson sit-in, which was fantastic. Yeah, the opener of and their seven-night run at Exactly. Beacon. And I will be attending again on Wednesday because I like to, you know, double dip a little bit. We'll see what happens uh, the rest of the week. And then I saw the, you know, the Tuesday prior, I saw Primus perform uh you know farewell to kings the rush record in its entirety which was uh you know the the meat in the primus sandwich you know where it was like primus set you know uh rush set and then book ended with more primus and i was going absolute i was a spectacle oh yeah that's got it your was, name written was, all over it karina <laughs> yeah and actually if i could if i could tell a quick anecdote before Please. we really get down Please to breast <laughs> um so i'm at trey the other night and I run into Trey slash Fish's manager, Patrick. And Patrick's like, Karina, I have a hilarious story for you. And I'm like, please do tell. And he says, you know, he goes, so you know how I used to manage Gogol Bordello, right? And I'm like, yes, uh, of course. And I love Gogol Bordello. I'm a huge fan. And cut back to 2010, I was front row for Gogol Bordello and Primus at the Williamsburg Waterfront as a 10th grader. And it was the, such a wonderful show. And all of those things. But anyway, Patrick allegedly got the band Gogol Bordello into the Primus show at the Beacon Theater last week. And I believe her name is Pam, who plays violin or played violin, whatever it is. You know, they were all texting, being like, oh, we're in. Thank you. You know, them to Patrick. And then uh, Pam sends a video in the group in the group chat or whatever it was of me raging the front row of the loge and going absolutely berserk like a true spectacle and shit and she and she says to patrick look there's another girl here and he's like oh my god that's karina i know her (laughs) and then he sends me the video and man if this was a visual podcast let me tell you you guys would be laughing because it's absolutely absurd and um worth mentioning just because i was the only person standing 
in the loge. Oh. Like the entire, I know. And I'm like, fucking drag me away, motherfuckers. I'm good to go, you know? Like, you know, that doesn't, and I noticed, I noticed don't people you know who filming I am? me. I'm Karina. No, Rankin. I mean, that, I don't care who I am. I care that Primus <laughs> is playing and y'all are fucking weak for not standing yeah, up. That is weak, weak New York City. Yeah. Not cool. So I was uh, fully representing, if you will. Oh and I noticed people filming me like with flashes on their cell phones. And I was just like, film all you want. This is pudding time. <laughs> anyway, I got very excited. So that's my anecdote. That's my fun anecdote. And now we can get into the news or whatever you want to talk about, Raph. I'm well, sorry to bogart this joint, No, please. No, oh, Karina, if anyone's allowed to bogart this joint, it is you. Uh, <laughs> you have the greatest stories of all time. And your story is still being written, Karina, which brings us to the first story of the week. The Sweetwater 420 Festival has revealed its lineup, and it is S-T-A-C-K-E-D. Stacked. Uh, Karina's on there. Congrats, Karina. Trey is on there. Goose is on there. Uh, Snoop Dogg is on there. And of course, the one and only Oysterhead and pretty much every jam band you've ever heard of. Karina, what's your reaction here? I mean, you, you're, you're, you are the first story of the week. You're going to play Sweetwater with all these amazing bands. This is wildly, wildly exciting, Raph. And and last week, this like this graphic with the lineup on it got leaked. I did see that somehow, mm-hmm. and it somehow. was like all over the internet, and everybody was like, "OMG, this is crazy!" And I was like, "Oh my god, that's literally the lineup." Um, uh oh, you know. So like, <laughs> and I had no sense of like, you know what I mean. I didn't have like my managers be like, "Karina, the announces tomorrow" or anything like that, but. I think they probably rushed the announce um, to make it happen today because, you know, you kind of got to catch up to that leak. You know what I mean? You don't want totally. just false information running around the Internet. But turned out it was true information. And uh, <laughs> I'm wildly excited. It's sort of like it's sort of like a, uh, you know, a take on last year's Peach Fest lineup, but plus two sets of tab plus Snoop Dogg plus Goose. Like it's like wildly exciting. You know, I'm a huge fan of the Turquoise with Jerry Harrison and Adrian Blue set that I saw at uh, Peach Fest. So I'm delighted to get to see it again. And, you know, Raph, I'm just having like a, like a total, like, you know, l- a lucid dream where I'm, I'm just, you know, backstage hanging out with Les, Trey, Stuart Copeland and Snoop Dogg. Yes. And just like... Just will this to power. If let's you don't make mind, it just like, happen, dude. Let's just think about it because that's just such a good hang. And, uh, you know, I don't know. And also, for the record, I've played this festival once in 2018 with Marco. And it was one of the better festivals I've ever played. I really, really mean that. So to the fine folks at Sweetwater 420 Fest, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much for having me solo. And um, I really can't wait. I can't wait for this. I really can't. And uh, I don't know. Karina, the 2018, I just looked it up. I was there and it was before we were friends. And I'm pretty sure I saw Marco there. So... How was that before we were friends? That makes no sense. What? I feel like, yeah. I mean, I just started working at Relics, basically. So we weren't like, we weren't homegirls yet. Oh, that's unbelievable. I feel like we've been friends since in utero, dude. That's not even... Oh, wait. No, no, no. I take this back. I wasn't at the 2018 one. I was at the 2017 one when it was like two uh, nights of panic. Or three nights girl, of panic. Oh, yeah. This that'll was That'll do it. That was, but it was Ween, Widespread Panic, and Trey Anastasio Band. I'm going to honestly uh, shout out to Sweetwater. They make incredible beer, and they also love the heady jams, dude. Like, these lineups at Sweetwater are, like, always reliably what a jam fan wants to see. 
Plus, like, let's just throw in the budget they must have had to have Oysterhead, Trey, Umphreys, Cheese, all these huge bands, plus Snoop Dogg. Like, that's the most expensive name on the bill, don't you think? I mean, one of one of many, uh, many, many dollar signs being thrown around here. Uh, it's a beautiful thing when you have a beer, you know, because uh, people love drinking beer. It's great. They love it. So, like, you sell a bunch of beer, you get a bunch of bands, people come party, and by the way, shout out to Atlanta in general. I would say, you know, I've played all over this country, Raph. I am a road dog, you know? <laughs> and uh, Atlanta, the people in Atlanta are good to go. And I mean that in the best way possible. They really get after it. They are rabid fans. And of course, people travel in from everywhere for a, pl- the, a festival like this. But, you know, I mean that for... Every club show I've played there, every festival I've played there, it, there's something in the water. And uh, I'm already just, you know, daydreaming about this so fresh, so clean tease I'm going to throw into every one of my songs. So, yeah, it's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it. Great lineup, fellas. Great lineup. That's awesome. Woo! The the last thing I'm going to say is also, I remember a year or two ago at Sweetwater, they had brewed beers for some of the bands. And even like, not even like the headliners, like I know Fruition had a beer, um, and like one or two other bands. Karina, if, if you get the opportunity to have a limited edition Sweetwater brew, what, what what type of flavors are you rocking in there? I know the Fruition one had like jalapeno, so you could be bold, but I'm oh curious, uh, what does a Karina Reichman <laughs> beer taste like? It tastes like caviar, baby. It, like caviar. <laughs> it has the taste and texture of caviar. It is caviar. It's just a jar of caviar. <laughs> it's literally, it's not even alcoholic. It's just caviar. It's very expensive, but it goes down easy, baby. Yeah, that's my beer of choice. People are like, this isn't beer. I'm like, that's right. That's, that's the point. <laughs> and in a way, isn't it the best beer you've ever had? <laughs> I mean, it would be the best beer I've ever had because I've never consumed a full beer. It's just, there you go. just the that's just the math, unfortunately. Um, sorry, beer. Can't do ya. Mm-mm. Nope, not for me. But you could drink all my beer, Raph. Yeah, so I'll, I'll just it. make like, you know, a six pack where three of the cans are filled with caviar and three are you know you get to design my brew dude whatever you want i don't even know hoppy i don't even know how to talk beer dude i just know that (laughs) shout out to my light guy jeff volkhausen he uh i just know that whenever you sit down at a restaurant you say hello do you have a local IPA on tap? (laughs) And they say, yes. Or they say, ooh, no. And if they say yes, you say, I'll have one of those, please. Oh, my God. You couldn't pay me. I I do not enjoy an IPA. I'm I'm a light beer fan. I like an ale. You know, I like a, a gold, something of a golden color. Anything dark and hoppy, I'm just like, no, thank you. I, I feel like most I mean, people probably, pretend they yeah. even like that. Like, I, I, I have a conspiracy theory that most people don't even like hoppy beer, but they just like the designs I, on the I cans. believe that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, those things, they have high alcohol content, right? They put you six feet under after one uh, one brew. Is oh that sort God. of the vibe? Like, yeah, dude. I don't want uh, I, I to... I can only tell fractions of this story because I don't want to, like, blow up this kid's spot. But, like, a friend of a friend, uh, an anonymous person <laughs> I happen to know, literally drank a bunch of Sip of Sunshines, which are, like, Lawson's, like, very drinkable IPA, super hoppy, super blood alcohol content. And when I say this guy was the most... Like, oh, my God. Like... I was like, the next morning, he literally was like, what happened? I was like, dude, 
you tell me. Like, you fucking woke up on the hood of a car. Like, I don't know what happened. Oh, brother, no, brother, oh no. You, you've never met this person, so it's good. He's, he's, he's very anonymous. He's uh, he, he's not of my uh, my relics comrades. He's he's from another corner of my life, but I'm just like, dude. From another corner. Dude, I, you can't be say, waking up on a I, hood of a car. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, IPAs get people more messed up than, like, literal illicit substances. Like, ban IPAs. Like, uh, put prohibition back. <laughs> oh, man. IPAs should not be legal in um, Atlanta. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we're so, but, but we're uh, so glad that they are, and absolutely. we can't wait for all of you to be rigorously intoxicated on these fine, fine brew dogs. Anyway, moving on, Raph. Moving on. Number two. <laughs> this is a story close to my heart, and I'm going to... Um, introduce it are you ready yeah this i'm ready is, this is this is deep uh story number two of the day is that david lee roth announces his retirement oh boy raf david lee roth diamond dave if you will dlr revealed in an interview with the las vegas review journal that he's retiring and the quote is i am throwing in the shoes i'm retiring this is the first and only official announcement you got the news share it with the world he recently announced Las Vegas reg- residency at the House of Blues at, at, uh, in Las Vegas and that that would be the last five shows ever that he will perform. The shows will take place between December 31st and January 8th. Oh, baby. I mean, so much to say, Raph, but where where do you stand on this whole thing? Are you uh, secretly a Van Hagar fan? What's going on with you? <laughs> What's happening? Well, uh, I feel like, um, you know, Diamond Dave's other half has left this mortal coil, man. You know, like, you know, uh, Eddie Van Halen has moved on to another realm. I feel like Diamond Dave is uh, missing the other side of his coin, so I can understand that, you know. He's also, like, an older guy, like... He can't do those those high kicks the way he did in the 80s. So I'm bummed personally because, I mean, I feel like Van Halen died the day Eddie Van Halen died. Uh, I'd be curious to see what these Vegas shows look like. If anyone can do, like, the spectacle of Vegas, I think it might be Diamond Dave. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm not surprised that he's just like, you know, I think I should kind of hang it up here on out. Uh, but it's sad, man. It's a bummer. I, I love Van Halen. Uh, I I think that, you know, eventually, you know, Maybe there'll be an incredible Van Halen concert in heaven, but otherwise, I think I'd, I can understand that Diamond Dave is is moving on with his life. What do you think, Kr? I uh, I feel you. I feel you, and I I feel the same way. It's really it's it's tough when you lose a musical soulmate, you know, and all those things. And uh, I just looked it up. David Lee Roth is sixty six years old, which of course pales in comparison to people like McCartney and Mick Jagger and Phil Lesh and all that, you know, but it's true what he does, or at least what he did and what he's known for doing is wildly athletic, wildly flamboyant and wildly performative in a way that, you know, you're not just standing in one spot, you know what I mean? You're definitely wanting to to make it rain, if you will. And it's, uh, I'm sure it's hard in your older age and all that stuff, but I, I'm a huge fan you know, of Van Halen and David Lee Roth era Van Halen, uh, strictly, I, I think, uh, you know, 5150 and onwards is just, uh, not for me, you know? So, uh, much respect, Mr. Sammy Hagar, probably a great guy to, uh, drink tequila, you know, with. Drink tequila with, but otherwise, <laughs> He's got that Cabo you know, Wabo, dude. <laughs> exactly. No, that's the only, that's the only thing, but, uh, you know, keep him out of my Van Halen, please. Um, but you know, I, I understand this whole situation, 
from from the lens that you're looking at it from, you know? And uh, I think it's kind of interesting. These shows will be the December 31st through January 8th. Talk about like kind of a, you know, I mean, I'm sure that December 31st show will be popping. Yeah, but like you're a hell of a performing like, <laughs> yeah, like the beginning days of January just strike me as like the worst days for concerts um, <laughs> of of the year, basically. Like unless you're, you know, I don't know, carrying out your New Year's run to do like one one or whatever, but uh, I don't know. Anyway, it's sad, Raph. It's sad. I mean, they made, you know, the David Lee Roth era Van Halen records, meaning, you know, Van Halen one, Van Halen two, fair warning, you know, Hoffer Teacher, all you know, those first whichever ones they were, which are some of the greatest records of all time, if you ask me. And uh yeah, women and children first. Oh my God. Nineteen eighty four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not called Hopper Teacher. It's called 1984. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> that album cover is like one of my absolute favorites, though. It's like the, Iconic. It's like the cherub baby like smoking a cig at like a school desk. Yeah. So sick. So good. So good. Oh, my God. Well, the legacy lives on. And, uh, you know, Eddie Van Halen's son, Wolfgang, you know, he's out there making his own music and it's amazing. So check that out. Check out young Wolfgang Van Halen. He's wild and, and awesome and just so cool. And, I don't know, man. Fucking the Absolutely. legacy lives on. There are going to be young children checking out David Lee Roth and uh, Eddie Van Halen as long as, uh, you know, <laughs> hopefully forever. So yeah. that's uh, that's what I got on that. And so thanks, David Lee Roth, for yeah. your patronage. Shout out to Diamond Dave. Um, when in doubt, just go watch the jump music video. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Amen. Moving on to our final story of the week. Karina, this is kind of a weird one. There's a new festival that's been announced in Arizona called the Innings Festival, and it's produced by C3, who we know as the team behind Lollapalooza, Austin City Limits, Voodoo in New Orleans, Shaky Knees in Atlanta. Um, but it's like a baseball music festival. It's going to be from <laughs> February 26th through 27th in Tempe, Arizona at Beach Park and Arts Park. Um, so the lineup's insane. It's it's Foo Fighters, St. Vincent, Billy Strings, Tame Impala, My Morning Jacket's going to be there, Black Pumas, the list goes on and on. But then there's also like a bunch of baseball dudes who are going to be there. It's very strange, Karina. I'm curious what your take <laughs> is on this. And there's a list of baseball players here, and there's about 10 of them, 12 of them, and I only know one of their names. <laughs> I'm only recognizing Roger Clemens. Name. Roger Clemens, <laughs> former U- yes. New York Yankee, the Rocket, baby. <laughs> I, I recognize his name as well, and the rest not so much. But for those of you who know baseball better than uh, Raph and I, we're going to give you a little uh, little taste. It's Ryan Dempster, Jake P. Wait, isn't Dave he in? Stewart. Isn't he in Twiddle, dude? Yeah, right. Ryan <laughs> Dempster. Oh, he really tickles those ivories. Yep. Um, uh, Rick Sutcliffe, Tim Raines, Kenny Lofton, uh, Johnny Gomez. Gomez. Yep. That kind of sounds Abbott. familiar, actually. Johnny Gomez. Yeah, you feel that one? Russ Ortiz, Sean Casey. Anyway, are these names uh, ringing a bell no. to you, dear listener? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I think this is awesome. And, you know, Arizona is famous, or isn't this famously where they do, like, uh, spring training or something? Oh, my oh God. weird. Is I, that I, it? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, found, I, I found this entire thing funny because I'm just like, how many people are going to go to this thing and not even be into baseball? Because I would go to this right. to see Tame Impala and My Morning Jacket. You know what I mean? But, like, I'm yeah, like, I don't totally. know anything about baseball. I like baseball. Me neither. (laughs) I like hot hot dogs at the ballpark. Who doesn't? But (laughs) (laughs) nice little fall game. You know, you wear a flannel. It's nice. It's nice. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I uh, I got to say, I I'm uh, I'm at a loss a little bit for this one, Raph, because I agree with you. This is such a and talk about we were talking about the dollar signs for um, Sweetwater. No, 
Sweetwater is like the nickel to uh, this uh, innings festival's dollar coin, if you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Foo Fighters and Team Impala and MMJ and Black Pumas, who are so hot right now, and Billy Strings, like all this stuff. Like, this is an absolutely insane lineup. And, you know, that's great. I hope everybody uh, goes, and it's going to be interesting to see the uh, cross pollination of people who like music, who like baseball. And who like this music and this baseball. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just going to be uh, interesting. Yeah, I'm curious. I wish I could like get like a phone a friend here and like call up like my brother who like loves baseball. And I'm like, is this a good idea? Are people buying tickets to this? Um, <laughs> I mean, C3 yeah, totally. literally has hit a, hit a number of home runs themselves uh, with things like Lollapalooza. And I know uh, Austin City Limits and Voodoo and all those things. So like I got to believe them that this seems to be somewhere like they're hitting a sweet spot of people's interests. Um, but it seems weird to be like, it's in the desert. It's a music festival, and there's a bunch of baseball players there. You guys want to <laughs> invest or what? Like <laughs> You're going to love it. Oh, and it's in Tempe, Arizona. Yes, a hotspot <laughs> for tourism. And uh, yeah, I mean, bless. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. I'm super into it. Let's go. Let's, Let's get go. you on February there, 20. <laughs> oh, I'd be thrilled. Come on. I love baseball. Uh <laughs> Oh, God. Well, uh, Karina, I believe that brings us to perhaps the end of our road here. Uh, that's sad, Raf. That's sad. Why do you have to say it like that? <laughs> uh, d- is there anything you want to tell the people before I give them my usual spiel here? I want to tell the people that I am a huge fan of the people. I am so glad that you're out here listening. It's unbelievable. And I really hope that they have a wonderful week ahead until I get to bless them with another wonderful week ahead the next week. <laughs> I hope everybody's doing fantastically. And I'm just, you know, again, another week that I get to talk to you is a good week, Raph. So this is, uh, it's a fantastic thing. Oh, I'm blushing. Uh, please follow us on Instagram <laughs> at three from the seven. Email us Raph and Karina at gmail.com. Three from the seven is brought to you by Relics Media Group. Our producer is Will Schwerd. Our audio engineer is the wonderful Sam Lazarev. Everybody have a wonderful week. Uh, follow Karina on Instagram, buy tickets to her shows, listen to her music. She's the baddest thing on four strings, as we know. Uh, and everybody have a wonderful week. Bye, Karina. Bye, Raph.